Welcome to the Dope Drill Podcast. I'm your host, D.S. Wall. And I'm not going to waste anybody's time, so I'm going to get right to the point what I want to talk about today. Because as a Detroit Piston fan, as a lifelong Piston fan, as a man who grew up watching the Bad Boys, the Going to Work Pistons, and right in between, you know, the Grant Hill-led Pistons, I expect better from the Detroit Pistons. I expect just a little smidge better than what we are seeing right now. So yesterday, they were on the wrong side of history as they became the first team in Pistons history to lose 14 straight games. And in this NBA, it is so You have to be really bad to lose 14 straight games. Because in today's NBA, it's impossible to lose 14 straight games. Because there's not a lot of teams in the NBA right now, especially in the beginning of the season, where a lot of teams are still trying to figure out who they are, um, trying to get the fit the right pieces in it is too hard to lose 14 games in a row but somehow some way the Detroit Pistons who I dearly love and care for again a team I watch up growing my entire life lose 14 straight games And and I come back to this and it begs the question should Troy Weaver be fired from his job as general manager of the Detroit Pistons? Because if we have to be honest with ourselves, well, Piston fans in general need to be honest and say, look, this man is bad at his job. And it's true. It's been proven. Troy Weaver is bad at his job. And yet, I hear people out here who are defending Troy Reaver because of, you know, um, you gotta believe in his vision. You gotta, you gotta believe that he's on the right path. How? How? There is no way on earth that you can sit here and say Troy Weaver is doing a good job or even better you can't there's no way you can sit here and say Troy Weaver has a vision I have a vision and I'm trying to make my vision to reality Troy Weaver vision doesn't even exist because year after year he has put a team out here that is fraud not good I'm sorry I, I I just gotta call it the way it is Troy Weaver is trying so hard to make everyone believe that his 2020 draft picks are not a bust the Keeling Hayes experiment should have been put the plug a long time ago you got Isaiah Stewart, who's a center, who 
who's playing a power forward because he wants to play power forward and he's no good. Sabin Lee, you trade to Utah and he's having a decent season. You trade Sadiq Bay because you didn't want to pay him the money that he wants or that he feels that he's worth for the production that he gives. How that turned out. He was pretty decent, pretty okay, pretty good over there in Atlanta. Drafted your franchise cornerstone, your franchise player in in uh, Kay Cunningham, and you continue to fail to put the pieces around him to make his game shine, to make him look good. I give you a prime example: the Houston Rockets, who are currently right now sitting at eight and six, right. Eight and six. They're in the offseason. Let me tell you the moves they made. They signed Dylan Brooks. They signed Fred Van Fleet. Um, Afrin Senegon, their second round pick, developed. He developed a big man. You, they drafted Cam Whitmore. They drafted Amen Thompson. They drafted Jabari Smith last season. They brought in Jeff Green, Victor Oladipo, Aaron Holiday, and Reggie Bullock. You know the difference between what the Houston Rockets did compared to what Detroit Pistons did not do? Is that they brought in guys who had experience of winning. Fred Van Fleet plays right next to Jalen Green. That's their starting backcourt. Because of that, he takes a lot of pressure away from Jalen Green, so Jalen Green does have to do everything. And because of that, Jalen Green looks like a, a better best NBA basketball player than he did the last two years. Excuse me, the last three years. Dylan Brooks, who everybody hates because of his physical, borderline dirty play. But you know what Dylan Brooks do? He brings a type of edge to your team. He's a 3 and D guy. He's a good defensive player. And he can score. Now, he's not a big-time scorer. But the man has no fear of guarding the other team's best player. The man has no fear of coming out and saying, yeah, I'm going to lock up LeBron James. He brings that swag. He brings that attitude to the court, and they rub off off those young players. Jeff Green, who just recently won a championship with a different nugget, bring experience. Now, he doesn't have to play a lot of games, but he can, he's still productive. He still go out there and ball with the best of them. But he brings leadership. He brings experience. He brings a championship pedigree. Just like Fred Van Fleet. He brings experience. A championship pedigree. Young guys like A-Man Thompson, Jabari Smith, Cam Whitmore, Jalen Green. They're going to listen to those guys. They're going to pick their brains. Why? Because they want to win. And you bring in 
Ime Udoka, a tip, a, a, not a young coach, but a coach who led the Boston Celtics to the NBA Finals, almost won a championship. Those young guys are going to listen to them. They're going to listen to those guys because they want to win. They don't want to lose, and they don't want that label, that stench of them as losers. When you look at the Detroit Pistons and you look at the talent that Troy Weaver has surrounded Kay Cunningham, it's a crime. It's a disgrace. That guy should have been fired. That guy needs to be fired. If Kay Cunningham would have had a Fred Van Fleet or Jeff Green or Aaron Holiday or Victor Oladipo on his team, if he had those collection of those guys on the Piston roster, we'll be looking at the Detroit Pistons in a different light. We'll be looking at Troy Weaver and his crew in a different light. We'll be saying, hey, these guys ain't losers. These guys are ready to compete and compete and contend for a playoff spot or potentially a playing spot. But here we are. At 2-15 with a one 1-8 winning percentage. And at the bottom of the Eastern Conference. Losers. Something that should have never be on the tag for a Detroit Pistons team, period. See, I told you guys. I told you guys a long time ago when they brought in Troy Weaver. And why I was skeptic of the hire. Don't get me wrong. I was excited because the brother got an opportunity to be able to build his team in his image, in his way. But I was skeptic because he's coming from Oklahoma City. And the reason why I was skeptic of that is because the way Sam Presti built his team, sacrifice seasons. You don't sacrifice seasons in the NBA. You don't do that. Or any sports league whatsoever, you don't sacrifice seasons. You draft your franchise player and you put the pieces around and build them. And once he starts getting going, you add the veteran pieces around him so he become a better basketball player. The Detroit Pistons veteran players come off the bench. They're not starters. They don't contribute to a starting lineup. A lot of their veteran players, Alex Burke, very good veteran off the bench he's not a starter Joe Harris doesn't want to be there or Boyan Badanovich who is probably the best veteran player we have on the team he's out right now and when he comes back yeah he'll be a welcome piece to that starting lineup because yes he will help Kate Cunningham because he will take a little bit of pressure off that off the responsibility of doing all the scoring Ladies and gentlemen, y'all got to pay attention to how the Pistons are being built and who they hire. Especially when they come from an organization where wins and losses don't matter. We will sacrifice those. We will throw away NBA games. We will throw away seasons. And we will tank year in, year out just to get the right piece, get the right cornerstone piece. That's what OKC did. 
that's what they did. And that's cool because that's OKC. This is Detroit Pistons. The Detroit Pistons are one of the few organizations that has won multiple championships. Detroit Pistons is a historical franchise. We have credibility in this league. But all of that has gone away because the ownership hired a guy who doesn't know how to put a roster together. He wants to collect young talent, young pieces. And not spend money in free agency. Do you know that the Pistons over the last two years had over $30 million in salary cap? I think one year they had over uh, almost $70 million in salary cap. And he didn't do anything with it. He just signed veteran players who were either born like scrubs or he signed veteran players who were just looking to collect a paycheck who knew that they were not going to get out of playing time. And this is what you do for Kay Cunningham. And this is what you do for Jaden Ivey. And this is what you do for Jalen Duran. And this is what you do for Osir Thompson. Troy Weaver has done no justice for his superstar player. He's going to waste this season to find out who can play with Kay Cunningham or not, in which you should already know that when you drafted him. You should have known who can play with Kay, who cannot play with Kay, even when Kay was hurt. You should already knew that. You don't wait till you hire, excuse me, you don't wait till the ownership hires a coach who has a pedigree, who has a reputation of building young players, but also a reputation to build a team. You have a coach who's about winning. You have a coach who doesn't want to, who doesn't feel like taking a step back or two. But here we are. And I want everybody else to understand. This is the same Troy Weaver who did not want to hire Monty Williams. This is the same Troy Weaver wanted to hire a coach from overtime elite. I have nothing against Kevin Ali. Kevin Ali won a national championship as the head coach of the Yukon Huskies. And he's done a tremendous job with overtime elite, but that's the guy that Troy Reed wanted to hire. Troy Reed made up his mind coming into this season that this season didn't even matter. Just like last season when Kay Cunningham went down for his, went down with an injury. He was lost for the season. He decided to tank. Instead, he should have made a trade, brought a guy in to help Kay for this season and try to win. He should have tried to win instead of tanking last season. This is the same guy who listened to the fans and said, hey, Jeremy Grant doesn't fit with Kay Cunningham. I bet you every penny, every penny, that Troy Weaver would wish he would have never made that trade. Because you could have had K. Cunningham, you could have had Jeremy Grant, you could have had Sadiq Bay. 
if you would have those two players go along with K, I guarantee you, I guarantee you this team would be the whole lot better they are right now. Won't be sitting at no two or fifteen. But hey, what do I know? I'm just a guy who watched the game. Since Troy Weaver been as junior manager of the Troy Pistons, this is the Pistons record. 2046, his first year due to COVID. Could have been a lot worse. Second year, 20 and 52. Third year, 23 and 59. Fourth year, 17 and 65. And I had to sit here and listen to another podcast, another show, sit here and say, hey, uh, Troy Weaver. He's not doing a good job, but he's not the problem. And I got, and you got everybody else out here talking about, oh, we're 2 and 15. There should be some changes made. There's been changes made two years ago. Two years ago, changes should have been made. The day K. Cunningham was drafted, that was the time that you should have figured out. What type of players did I need to put around K. Cunningham so that he can succeed and for this franchise get right back to where it was? Since 2019-2020 season, since that time, and now the Detroit Pistons has have an 82-235 and record in a four-year span. That's the worst in the NBA. That's worse than Charlotte's. That's worse than Houston. That's worse than Orlando's. And those teams try to tank. The Detroit Pistons just quit. Troy Weaver just fell asleep behind the wheel. Just didn't care. Gores don't care. Actually, I'm going to take that back. I ain't going to say he doesn't care. Because the man had to be convinced that he got to treat this season as the throwaway season again. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're a Piston fan, this is unacceptable. We cannot stand or accept below mediocre we cannot accept this I just told you this franchise won three championships countless appearance in the playoff countless appearance in Eastern Conference Finals Hall of Famers banners hanging in the rafters championship banners hanging in the rafters and this this is what we gotta watch. And this you telling me that we gotta accept this? I don't believe so. This is a disgrace. A blatant slap in the face. Now, everything is not on Troy Weaver. Because I do believe that the 
the K Cunningham has to be has to do a better job of protecting the basketball, protecting the rock, playing better defense, be a more more of a voice in that locker room. I'm not saying he is not. But at some point, man, you gotta challenge your teammates. You gotta challenge yourself to go out there and play better basketball. We got because you can't say we don't have the coach because we have the coach. And he didn't lost his damn man yesterday because of the lack of effort that he seen from his team from last night losing to the Washington Wizards, a team that is truly tanking, a team that doesn't want to win, a team that's not even trying to win, a team that's trying to offload Kyle Kuzma and Jordan Poole. They beat the Pistons. I think it was about 17, 18 points. That's a damn shame. But here we are. Here we are on November 28th. Talking about changes need to be made. Changes need to be done. Changes need to happen. And you got half of the Pistons community talking about well, we got to trade Kate Cunningham because he's not the player that we thought he was. Kate out there playing 105. What the hell you want him to do? Jay Ivey is the only one on the two-game stretch. That looked good. Marcus Sasser in during this 15, 14-game losing streak. That's looked good. Now, you can't control injuries. Everybody know that. But it seems that this team, since Troy Weaver been in charge, has suffered a lot of injuries to a lot of key young players. It is unfortunate. But I'll go back to what I said earlier. The Killian Hayes, Isaiah Stewart, Isaiah Liver experiment. It has to end. They got to cut bait. These guys are not building blocks for Kay Cunningham. You need to go out there and you need to make some trades. You need to go out there and get better talent, better veteran talent. You got to get a veteran player who can start. You need a veteran player who can help Kay Cunningham, not only his development on the court, but his development in the locker room. Kate Cunningham needs a Chris Paul type player. And be honest with you, I don't know if that player is out there other than Chris Paul. And Chris Paul didn't come to Detroit. Or Chris Paul is at that point in his NBA career where he's trying to win a championship. He's not trying to come to a team, a, re, a, a rebuilding team, and trying to help this team win. But if you want to say Kay's Cunningham career, if you want Kay to be the franchise cornerstone of the Detroit Pistons, if you want Kay Cunningham to sign that max rookie extension, you got to get him a couple of veteran players that can help him win, a couple of veteran players that can fit what he can do, a couple of veteran players who also can be locker room leaders in that locker room. Because if you don't, 
Cade Cunningham is never going to develop into the player that he is supposed to be and supposed to become. I should say, not in Detroit. Jaden Ivey won't develop into the player that we all know he can be. Jalen Dern would not develop into the player that we know he can be. Azir Thompson, Marcus Sasser would not become the players that we know they can be if you don't make the correct changes. And the correct changes, you get guys that can play with this young core, but you built this core around Kate Cunningham. We already seen who can play with who cannot play with. Now go get those guys. You might have to take a con- bad one or two bad contracts of a star veteran player, so be it. But you have to go get those guys because this this team this team is not good. This team is flawed. This team is an embarrassment. If Troy Weaver don't make moves between now and the training deadline, I expect Troy Weaver to be fired at the end of the season. Gore's got to stop falling asleep behind the wheel. He got to see what's going on. And, and, and if I'm Gore's, and I'm going to be honest, if I'm Gore's, I'm hiring Jalen Rose. I'm hiring Chris Webber. Or I'm hiring somebody who knows basketball. Or I'm hiring a panel of former Piston players to help me steer this franchise back to the glory days. Back to it was. Because I tell you now, the, the Blake Griffin-led Pistons team, damn, I kind of missed that squad. And that squad was not that good. But at least they made the postseason. At least they compete. This is the, the Dub Drill Podcast. I'm your host, DS Walk. I want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening to my show. I deeply appreciate it. I wanted to say that earlier, but, you know, when you're a team that you cover, cheer for, and you want to see them back on the map, you want to see them win, start winning again, it, it kind of irks you when you don't see that. And the way I started the show, you know, that's not how I usually started. So I want to thank you guys for tuning. I want to thank you guys for your support. With that said, thank you for listening to the Dub Drill Podcast. I will highlight you guys later. I'm up out of here. Peace and love.